0: Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, David. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just um, saying to you, uh, how are you holding okay. up, my love? Are you ever, is everything yeah, good?
1: You know what it is? I am, listen, this is why I like to just work 24 hours. I what? took, I have my last house guests in the Homptons for the summer. Let me just, okay, the house guest is out. I'm, did did I tell you my plan on air or off air? I'm lying to everybody next summer. Yes. Don't tell anybody. I'm gonna say I'm doing construction. So the house guest is out. Okay. And so I'm just like, I had a little bit of like, you know, I had a little bit of, what's the word? A drink or I'm like a little, I'm having a slow morning is what I'm saying. Like, I really just hate when I, am not productive on a, it's a Friday. Do you know what I mean? I guess that's my answer. No, I guess I I'm relate. so not productive. I'm trying to tell you I'm so out of it and exhausted that I wish I didn't have you know as much drink as I did because I hate- I hate having a life. I just want to work. I guess that's what I'm saying.
0: Um, no, I've been drinking a lot lately too. I just ah. like every night I've been having a glass of wine and I love it. And I'm like, Sarah, you should not get into this. You are going to get pregnant again. Like, and you know, when you're trying to get pregnant, they tell you don't drink a lot of alcohol because you know, it, it's inflammatory. It gets your system all wound up, but I don't know. I've just been craving booze. I love, I love a cocktail at night. I'm with now. I believe Ms. Yantip has had two or three, but I mean, I'm jealous.
1: Last night was not, you know, not my strong suit. Let, let's put it that way. So, I mean, I'm normally in the pool house working at 6 a.m. Today, I think I started work at like 7.15.
0: Now, I always tell this to you and you, you will, <sighs> I go on vacation. You have to recharge your mental health, you know, maybe having a few cocktails. It's your way to unwind. You don't need to work 24 seven. You've already done that
1: girl you know how I feel about vacations
0: by the way can uh, I just I'm tell a you?
1: slave driver remember so no vacations darling okay, okay you are crazy on.
0: no it was so funny can I tell you my brother-in-law helps me out sometimes with some of my business he was over here last night I don't know how we got talking about you but anyway he googled you and there was something about if David Yantip has a wife and I, for a second, almost, freaked there's a whole thing about you, how much your net worth is, oh, um, yeah. your age, your... Um... If you have don't a, believe you everything have you read online, <laughs> oh,
1: okay? I, believe,
0: I believe some of it, honey. I when believe when you're in the public
1: eye, Sarah, darling, people say, I mean, we all know as of late, a lot of people want to say a lot of things about me. Don't believe everything you read. I've seen things saying what my net worth is, I and, and there's the other stuff age, wrong, 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 wrong on so many accounts, but. I've never seen this a thing about I I have it, I saw something the other day that says, who is David Yantep? And shockingly, it refers to behind the velvet rope. It also does refer to being a lawyer. I guess I do talk about that all the time here, but I never saw this thing about the wife. Um, and it
0: says David does not speak about his personal life. Wife unknown. And I thought, oh, wouldn't that be like that would be the best tea if David Yantep had a wife? Oh my uh, God, or well. was divorced. I would love to see you having sex with a woman, honey. What a day honey, that would be!
1: I don't even know. Well, you know who did have sex with a woman? He had sex with a few women. My Tell good me. friend, a very good friend of mine, who you and I are about to see. Um, in I'm heading back to LA. Everybody, uh, Mr. Tom Sandoval. He um he had sex with a few people, and he's all a uh, bloody in the new season of um, Special Forces. I work with Fox on this show. Um, I interview talent when they are voted off of all the Fox shows, if okay. you haven't noticed, some of our celebrity guests. By the way, it doesn't mean you get everyone. I doubt I'm gonna be speaking to Sandoval because he is like Schwartzy. When he was voted off that stars from Mars, he's like, I trust me, I was on both knees. I'm like, loved interviewing <laughs> Adam Rapon. loved interviewing this one, i yeah. Natasha Leggero. Um, who do I have to blow? I want like 10 minutes with Schwartzy. They're like, Schwartzy ain't doing no press. So I'm like, they should do you. press. Um, I don't
0: know what they're waiting for. Do it.
1: Sandoval is all bloody and, you know, he says, I had an affair. Be, be, bring it on. Is he just loving this, Tom Sandoval? Yes. he's just loving this? Yes.
0: Sandoval is loving every second. I don't even believe, you know, all these shows are masters at teasing you for like, a you know, the big tease and then nothing happened. Look, I can tell you right now, he probably ran into a wall. No one punched him in the face. You know, they're trying to make it like somebody on the cast beat him up because he cheated on Ariana we could only hope there is no throwdown. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm sure he was, whatever, trying to exit a plane and then uh, smacked himself in the face. So, you know, but I mean, are you going to watch Special Forces? Black China's on this season. Sandoval, you know, are you interested?
1: Well, the thing is, because I interview all these people. I do watch, um, loved Black China on this podcast. I mean, listen, no. I have to say, I actually even reached out to the people that are in charge of this and I said, wow, this cast. Yeah, it's a really it's an unbelievable cast. I forgot who else was on there I know besides Sandoval. Hold on. Black yeah. China. But when I saw it, I was like, oh wow. Uh by the way, yeah. We never really talked about Jax's villain show. That's a pretty good cast. A lot of names are missing from Jax's villain show. You know what names were kicked around when initially we heard about it? We had, I think, Heidi Montag was in there. I don't think Spidey. I think just Heidi. She would have been great, and uh, Miss Dobb. But I don't think people want to work with Miss Stobb. I think she's too. I think it's too risky. I do. Can Sorry, I just Danielle. tell you,
0: they must be throwing a lot of money. At the start, oh. because the cast, you're right, of Special Forces is insanely good, season two. It's
1: unbelievable. Tara Reid.
0: Ta- I mean, ta- w- have we seen Amazing. or heard from Tara Reid? I know. Black China. Dance Moms alum, Jojo Siwa. Jojo Siwa is huge. They got her to do this show. NFL After star, Des Bryant. Enormous. Bachelor Nation members, Tyler Cameron. He's
1: huge. He's huge, huge. Yeah. He says that uh, Raquel, his bunk mate, uh, Sandoval's bringing in pictures of Raquel. Yeah. Nick Vial,
0: Chrisley Nova's Best Star, Savannah Chrisley. Yeah. Yeah. 90210 alum, Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Green. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, I listen, I reached out to them wow. and I said, we have worked together for years. I mean, yes, I am interested in this, but. We have to get to some other stuff first. Right. Anyway, um, that's a good cast. No, no. I mean, like me and them. But yeah, I mean, it's I, this show is also does not have an air date. But all right. So Sandoval wants to take his lumps. He, it's all for TV. He loves this. He loves being stopped by the paparazzi. He loves. Don't this. they all? I mean, don't they listen? All? Like, who
0: is it? The only person that's not loving this because she hasn't figured the game out is Ms. Levis.
1: Miss Levis.
0: Rachel Levis. Otherwise, Ms. all Levis. of them are loving it. Loving it.
1: Speaking of Miss Levis, um, a lot of people, you know, Bethany, look, she got her click. She got her like she got this. There is the thing. I don't know if you saw this where it says maturity um, and I'm paraphrasing. It says maturity. Uh, realizing that the thirstiest Bravo Liberty of them all has been right with it, has been right with us from the beginning and has a picture of Bethany or just like maturity, realizing the thirstiest, you know, Bravo Liberty of all is, you know, the one that we put on such a pedestal. So people, guys, it's all smoke and mirrors. Bethany's fine. The podcast is fine. It's just, it's amazing when someone goes out there and makes up lies about you and just says things that aren't true And you just sit there and are like, I don't even want to respond to this because it's so beneath me. And then certain people adopt the narrative. But then you look at the numbers in your Instagram and your Twitter and and on Patreon and the numbers are all the same. So I think it's smoking mirrors. Like, I don't think this is Bethany's big fall from grace.
0: Wait, wait. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So do you, you know, yesterday she dropped a video. Uh, Bethany did saying basically taking a shot without saying their names taking a shot at Lala Ariana Stasi, all these women that are a part of the cast have come out against Bethany and in this interview with Rachel it there's a lot but th- to summarize they're all saying that Bethany exploited Rachel and Lala I thought had the clearest argument you know Lala's like Bethany I used to love but Bethany took advantage of Rachel and Lala which I don't I have no idea if she has any actual fact of this or not, essentially says that Bethany probably set out to do the interview, never intending her to pay a dime. Then when there was backlash, now Bethany's going to pay her something. Um, And that, you know, Bethany is lazy. They've all said Bethany's lazy and not going back and watching the episodes. Bethany put the video out yesterday saying that wasn't the point of the interview, you idiots. She didn't say idiots, but... And she essentially said all the voices that are barking the loudest, thinking that they know what's happening and blah, 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 don't know crap. And there's a few smaller content creators that actually know just a few what is really going on. So did she
1: say David Yontef Ms. and Sarah Frazier? Yes.
0: Tell it. Well, what do you think? What do we know that is really going on?
1: First of all, B, you know, you're my, a very good we have, I have a very good friend. And her name is Bethany Frankel. And you know this, but B, I hope you are ain't calling me or Sarah a small content creator because honey, we are not um, look, I see it so many ways. First of all, do I we talked about this like I do have that weird cringe feeling of like this poor girl was just exploited again. But at the same time. This is the job. I mean, I got Bo Deedle on one week after his name was all over New Jersey. I mean, okay, fine. We're, you know, comparing somebody who's not familiar with the game to someone that carries, you know, a, a, a weapon on them and packs heat. Like, but still, I mean, we all chase the big person. So it's like to me, and I mean, this whole thing about she didn't pay her. She didn't pay her well. I mean, do people think podcast guests get paid? Like everyone has a different situation. I know how Jeff Lewis handles his, I know how certain people handle. theirs. like, there's mostly people don't pay. Someone comes on to promote something and it's like a give and take. So, I mean, look, if she didn't negotiate being paid and she didn't say to a team, like, where's the money? I don't know what Bethany is supposed to say. I wouldn't say, well, hold on, here's the money. Like, I don't understand. Now, I mean, do I think Bethany is giving into peer pressure? I mean, you saw that video where she says, bring on the hate, it's clicks, it's this, it's that. I can definitely tell you a lot of online hate does do well for engagement. It does, and it does, it,
0: it does amazing. It's, it's thank sad. you all
1: every time that you go on a massive hate cruise against me because it puts money in my pocket. So keep it up. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's like drama sells the most. It really does. And- but I don't
1: think Bethany's gonna go from like saying that to being like, oh, I, I can't. I'm nervous now. Let me pay her. Someone's gonna check my record. She already said I will never. I don't blame her. I, I will never reveal who I paid, who I didn't pay. That's is that anyone's business. So I mean, she's gone on record of saying that. But I mean, yeah. I did feel.
0: Bethany like, has a point. I,
1: I see it. I do feel like this was an exploit. I, I didn't feel like this was an equal meeting of the minds. Like, sure, Bethany is whip smart, one of the most successful in the game, does no business, does no media, does understand. She started the reality reckoning. Yeah, I didn't feel like Raquel. But look, for all we know, Raquel feels like To me, this would just be me. Like if I were ever going to sit there and make a statement of like, here's the the elephant in the room. Let me address this. When I'm done with that, I would say, that's it. You can leave all the negative comments. This for me was closure. I will never speak on this again, except for when I do interviews for the rest of my life and I'm asked for it. It's like maybe Raquel feels great. I mean, that's the narrative that seems to be out there that she's thrilled with Bethany and. And I don't know. I should shut up. What do you think?
0: No, I like all your points. I think, you know, Lala said it, I thought, really well. And Lala basically said... Re- reality TV is not for everyone you have to be so tough Stasi came out and defended Rachel and says like you know where Rachel said that Tom when she basically said Tom how could you record me without my knowledge and then Tom goes you know if you guys air that I'm done Stassi basically says yeah that crap happened all the time I believe her uh things like that happened and even much worse that producers would do or talent would do and then you know, threaten the producers. So it sounds like it was on both sides. Um, I agree with you. I think we assume, like, Rachel feels like that she's being taken advantage of. But I think you're right. I think Rachel is very happy with it. And I think we have to assume because she said it, she doesn't want to be on reality television. She's working on her mental health. Um, You know, like Lala said, Lala's like... And Lala gave her, I think, five different slogans. She's like, you should be selling merch. You know, this woman... It should be sell, you know, you had the opportunity to catch in, you know, use all these lines from this season, lean into being a heart Right, like where they
1: threw whatever at her, you know, know, they they were, they were so harsh to her at the reunion with those quotes, there's, there's, there's quotes right there. You could
0: do all those whore, you know, get fucked with a cheese grater, you know, you could do, I mean, people support Rachel and now even more. You could say
1: yes, comma, I get f u. you, know, asterisk, K. ED with a with cheese grater so people would buy it
0: people would buy it so I think we have to go with that Rachel doesn't want to do it I mean I did think I can't remember if it was Stassi or Lala someone said you know they wanted to know who is managing Rachel because it's they just felt like it was such a bad look to go on Bethany and
1: I agree I, can tell you. I mean <sighs> did I tell you the whole story
0: an appointment.
1: Right. Did I tell you the story last time Rachel you could tell was on my podcast? I might have told this to a lot really quick. Rachel you could tell, tell was on my podcast. Do, 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 do. We were talking about Lala. I mean, okay. we we're talking about Raquel. This is behind the scenes T. We were talking about Raquel, blah, blah, blah. Somebody picked it up. It wasn't like a page six, the thing that just went viral with Rachel and PK, which we could talk about. It was something it was like a smaller publication, and whatever they picked up Rachel you could tell relating to Raquel Levis. Okay. And that got picked up and Raquel's team, well, at least her PR, reached out to the publication that wrote it and said, sloppy, 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 like you're printing a whole article based on someone that has n- Rachel, you could tell, it's her quote, that had nothing to do with the situation. Like, how dare you say this to m- about my client? Call us immediately. I only know this because then the publication reached out to me to say, like, can you believe this? What should I do? And I said, I mean, well, first of all, I love how everyone comes to me for advice. You've been in this business forever. I'm like, I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, again, I go back to like, I'm not fucking you. You're not my mother and you're actually not my boss. You don't have to do anything. This is a free country. So the person didn't do anything, but there you go. So I actually know the name of the PR person that apparently is her PR person. At least I can get that to everyone for,
0: well, I, you know, it, but... look, the other side of this is is we're assuming, you know, the other thing is PR the PR people could be sitting her down and going and they probably are because it would make them more money, sell merch, you know, get paid. Maybe maybe Rachel just doesn't want to. Maybe Rachel is paying them a $5,000 retainer or something bananas until she runs out of money or maybe Rachel has tons of money, I don't know. But I mean, I guess we have to assume we can't assume that the PR company hasn't advised her to get money, and she may very well have gotten money on the back end of this three-part interview with Bethany. We don't really know. Um, and I don't
1: blame Bethany. I I, I don't blame her. You, you want to know my finances? You want me to it, lay it out for you and justify something? Oh, no, no. This is like a real, as Bethany has said on her clapback, she's like, sorry, guys, this is how business works. I agree with that. Like. I mean, who are you? I don't answer it to anyone. You know, and we're continuing when... to
0: talk a lot about Bethany. So it's working. Um, it's keeping Vanderpump rules in the news. Um, yeah, the whole thing. And Ariana, you know, she responded and, and to And Stassi to
1: did come to the defense of, of, um, of Raquel, but she also slammed Bethany against the wall and said, like, how dare you come for Ariana? How dare you? That's what she said. Lala, yes. Lala said, you exploited this girl to the nth degree. Katie said, what in the fucktard is this? Or something like that. So Sheena, Sheena has spoken out. So I mean, I guess, you know, but that's the thing. It's like, if you think about it, if you really think about it, I mean, aren't these the same people that said, like, you're trash, you're thrown away, they 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 can't take back all the things they did. Now it's like, you're angry at Bethany. But if I were Raquel, I'd be like, yeah, sorry, I've aligned with a real big bitch, fish, powerful woman, like, yeah. So I think Raquel is just like, you're coming at me. Guess what? I got a shield and her name is Frankel. That's what I think. I think Raquel is like, oh, you're, you're upset? Now you're upset. and Bethany did have a point. She's like, so they said this and that and she's like, um, first of all, Beth, she loves this. She's posting 20. she's oh, like, sure, sure. um, shouldn't she's like, wait, so I don't understand. Like, this started in March. We had these things said, slut, whore, cheese grater, in you know, April. I'm just making up the dates and she's like, and now we're 4 months later and now we want to address this woman? I don't know. I think uh you should have done that 4 months ago. And then she like goes off her TikTok. Yeah, Miss Frankel is like click, ching, chong, ching, 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 (laughs) ching, 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 (laughs) ching, ching, ching. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, yeah, I, you know, I feel like, yes, everything you're saying. I mean, I don't blame Bethany. I guess I'd be a little cautious if I were Rachel of, I just, I'm trying to think of somebody that Bethany has really helped aside from Bethany like
1: that's... she'll say you know millions of people in Puerto Rico Hawaii oh
0: that's true that's true okay she does have that be strong yeah okay well then you know what you're right then I take that I back. Mean, I don't know I take it back I, I don't guess know. you know like I... I said I my biggest thing is I don't know is she the leader to lead the reality reckoning I've, I've said it from the start she's absolutely right I, and I, I do not. I think because they just don't get as much attention. You guys know I'm the I'm a TLC expert on Sister Wives and 90 Day Fiance and Welcome to Platteville and all those TLC shows. I can. I mean, I I know for multiple facts that so many of those stars are. Making peanuts without any benefits, yes. their lives being disrupted, and they can be just disposed of at any moment. I don't know how any of them are not on the bandwagon, or uh, you know that 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 network isn't getting more attention. But I think it's probably because they they fly under the radar. They do these shows where you know they or have they're these,
1: scared. I mean, people that scared. are currently there or people
0: are scared. Yeah.
1: You know, Variety has come out with this article and they're just like, I mean, I think that's what people don't realize. Like someone slipped in my DMs and they're like, do you think they're trying to rush through the filming of Jersey? Because like at some point, is it going to be cameras down? I'm like, I don't know if we're going to be cameras down today. But like, if you read that, like you read that Variety article recently, right? I mean, bored, but they say like, listen, this could be, it's like I said, I mean, we have Garagos, who's a huge name. We have Friedman. And we have Frankel, So, I mean, this really could be one of those pivotal moments where the future changes, right? I mean, that's what the Variety article said. It was kind of like you're all going to remember this moment and, like, this is bigger than you think, right? I mean, that's kind of what I took away from it. Maybe not. If you no, I no,
0: I think you're 110% right. It was it, the Vulture article. It was just, yeah. it was boring to me because they laid out everything. You know, you and I read this stuff every day. So they, they laid out, like, who all the players were. How's Bethany Franklin involved? How's Mark Garagos involved? Who's Mark Garagos? Why do they have a potential point? Why do they not? I'm sure very informative to somebody that's not like listening or in this world all the time. I just found it to be quite repetitive for what you and I have already talked about. Um, just
1: listen to David and Sarah and get the Cliff Notes version. There you go. Right?
0: And much more entertaining. And the only thing that I thought was kind of interesting this past week is, you know, Bethany's team is asking for NBC um reality stars to be get to get out of their NDAs because their point is it is illegal to ha- to hold someone in an NDA when they've been abused, exploited, mistreated uh anything, you know, received racist backlash or comments. So, I don't know. I mean, you're the lawyer. Do you think they actually can get these NDAs you know i'm sure you've signed i do okay, i do me. i
1: really do i fought off air i'll probably fight on air next uh with you could tell about this we have a totally difference sort of opinion because rachel you could tell is like a strong you know a background in this. like with tiger she was silenced forever so she's like you can never get out of an nda i totally disagree with her well first of all there's a california law that they're going under which says you know there's a law in california which says like you can't like, look, the point of an NDA is so that you can be trusted with personal information. And when you have someone that you work with that then goes and spews forth bullshit like this person never paid me or they paid my cleaning lady or stupid lies, you can say, well, first of all, these are lies. So they're defamation or like, you know, the NDA you signed, you're going to get sued now. So we're actually getting sued like that's what it is. Like if you work for Kim Kardashian, you know, and you go and say, there's a product coming out and in nine months and it's called skims. She takes the ass and she puts Kim's and it's going to be shapewear and that gets out there. You're in trouble. Like that's what an NDA is for. It's it's confidential information, this California law. But I even think like it's like with Brittany and her conservatorship. Like, I don't think you can you can't sign an NDA and then say I witnessed, you know, a rape. I witnessed severe racism. I witnessed, you know, favoritism of men i witnessed you know um whatever else they i witnessed people being plied with alcohol false imprisonment you know both kim d and allison dubois have had stories that they've told me you know on this podcast in the past about like when they were locked into you know a room or such so like you can't sign an like an nda isn't like well now i can't talk about that type of egregious bad behavior. It's that I can't talk about production secrets and what's coming up on the show. So I think it's this California law, but I also think it's a brilliant move. And I think like, yeah, you can't, like it's an NDA wouldn't hold up to that. And that's the thing. And they're also saying retaliation that, like, NBC said. So, I mean, I don't know. Are there Well, that's what they Andy do, right? Or,
0: that's what they, you know, like, to your point, you can... Keep
1: quiet. You
0: can tell the truth of what happened there. I mean, I've signed NDAs, you know, leaving various corporate gigs. But you can, as long as you are telling the truth about whatever mistreatment happened, exactly, the only thing they can really do is they retaliate against you, right? Which is, I'm sure, also illegal. They they probably put... Well, like- that's what
1: they're saying too. They're saying that NBC would say or producers or Andy or whoever, I don't know who exactly would say, you know, and if you breathe a word of this, you're, you're screwed. So yeah. that ain't legal just because you signed an NDA. I mean, being threatened, that's it's not how it works. Yeah. So I think it's more like... There is precedent. I forgot the network that did this of like letting these people out of the NDA so they can talk versus like the end result is look, I don't think they would let them out. If the end result wouldn't be that they'll lose on this argument. So they're saying like, Garagos and Freeman are saying like, let them out because this here's the law and we're going to go through all this. And then you're going to have to let them out. Anyway, there is, they cited another network where they let them out and said, go ahead. We're just voluntarily doing this. But I think if Bravo does that. It's not altruistic. It's like we're going to spend, you know, $900,000 and we're going to end up in the same results. I think it's – the NDA thing I think is very interesting. And that's where it's like all of this is going to start coming out. And it's like, you know, the rumor is that her group is housewives heavy as opposed to other things in the Bravo world. Meaning
0: Bethany. Bethany's group. Meaning people who who have teamed up with Bethany. I think that's true. Don't you think? I mean the rumor –
1: the rumored 80 people. Yeah, I do. I mean, you look at like people that were terminated for things you have like a Stasi, like a Leanne lockin where, you know, even like a Jenny Ann, like whether they're whatever it is, it, when there's controversy surrounding it, I think, you know, again, just because someone says something does it doesn't mean these aren't people that have infractions, it just means I think you raise your hands and you're like, you know, like Mike Shuehead from, you know, Shaw's was just, you know, speaking out. So I think, yeah, I think you, I, I don't know. This could really be something. I really do think it could be something.
0: Sounds um, like it's certainly getting that momentum for sure. Um, and
1: like I've said from the
0: start, it, there needs to be. I think everybody agrees there needs to be. Like, You know, it's been, tw- how many years ago did reality television start? Over 20 you know, back it's in time. 2000, I can't even remember when the Osbornes launched when, you know, Jessica uh, Simpson and Nick Lachey were on. I mean, the simple the life. Days. I mean, the good old days. I mean, they had no protection then. Nothing.
1: They had no protection. I mean, look, times are changing. Um, hold on to your seat, Sarah. I think um, it's going to be
0: juicy too. I agree.
1: What about the fact that I mean, we might as well just stay on this? We have so many other things to get to. The fact that they say, you know, which I appreciate this, they say, like Bethany, at least do some research next time.
0: Why? It doesn't make any difference. People are still going to tune in. It's like Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel didn't even know what a scan of all was. Everybody too did. We all watched. I mean, I've never watched Howie Mandel's show. I didn't even know he had a podcast and I've never listened again. Not no effect. I, I actually like Howie Mandel. I mean, he's had an amazing career, but
1: I you wouldn't, just don't have time. I, uh,
0: yeah, you don't have time to listen to all. I, and I don't. I don't know. So far, I haven't seen him do anything of interest that I'm interested in. But I don't know that I'm his audience. Um, I, you know, I like. I kind of agree with Bethany on this. I j- I don't know. I agree and I disagree. I'm looking at. You know, David, you're notorious for your research and one of the things I always admired about Howard Stern and Oprah is I mean they were meticulous they had a team they Howard still does of producers who go back I mean they call up former agents they call up former friends not not digging but like all right tell us a story you know tell me about something that Tom Arnold did to Roseanne Barr Roseanne's gonna be on like you know tell because those are the stories that get the the celebrity because they've all been interviewed a bazillion times off kilter and then they start talking about that time they ran into paul mccartney and then they gave paul mccartney a blowjob
1: yeah exactly right so i mean that's what you gotta do i see
0: it i get what people are saying why didn't you dive in why didn't you hire a producer to go back and watch from the very first time raquel walked on set what was happening I mean, it is a little lazy.
1: It I mean, is. listen, no ego, because like, you know, again, I have a lot of things in life I ain't good at. But I mean, I feel like I'm the best in the business. And I think I could have done a much better job than Ms. Frankel. No, no shade. That's just again, I suck. You give are you you're really of all good the, of all the things that I suck at in life. Um, but there is a lot of you listen every show is not created equal, some are 30 minutes, you do this, you do that. But when I have like a Bo Deedle or an Allison and we're going to like, let's talk about he'll never fulfill you. And now this Kyla Mauricio thing is the top headline. Like when it's a big one, Juicy Joe. Oh, yeah, I juicy, mean, I Oscar. dive in and it is just a process. And I find that is the one thing I cannot hand off to anyone else. Because my, for me, my mind has to go through telling the story and as I'm preparing, I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, this is the question. And then we have to, this is it. This is, this is the big. And then it's like, you just, I have a, a, literally three coming off, two in particular that are, I'm back. I'm back on my like, look, we had Allison, we had Juicy, we had, but I don't rest on my laurels, girl. I got some two, if they actually happen, big things coming up Ooh! here. But so I think when it's one of those, which certainly Raquel Levis is. I mean, there's so much that was left on the table. I feel.
0: I, but I agree. But that I am also I agree with Bethany. It wasn't the point. i Bethany, I, and I. This is where I, I see like Lala and. And Stassi's, I'm not coming
1: for Bethany because I mean, there's only so much you can do in a three part sit down.
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, and they I mean. they supposedly had an hour. I guess was what they had agreed upon. But um, I, you know, I do think that. You know, Bethany had an agenda, right? It, it, it was to build a case and kind of show, look how much mental torture this woman has been put through. Look at the, how they paraded her out for this reality reunion, called her everything in the book, let them spew vile things. Again I think you kind of signed up for it and I feel like again Rachel was in a position to like just say she didn't want to be in the same room as them and could have also been on her own part. I thought it was brave of Rachel to do that. Anyhow, and it just made Lala and James look wacky. I thought in the whole reunion, they look. Foolish. I mean, I'm
1: shocked she doesn't talk about the trailer and they have you in a tra- I mean, dramatics, people, dramatics. But, but- I-,
0: I think Bethany did have an agenda, right? It was to build Bethany's case against these networks and to say to to lay bare to the world, look at how they abuse people. Uh, especially someone who now has come out and said that they have mental health. Now, I agree with you, I, You she left a lot on the table, like you and I've always had the theory, is Rachel on the spectrum? I would ask that question. What diagnosis do you have? Are you on the spectrum? You know, That's is, a
1: really bold question to ask. I you don't really, care. I mean, I don't know how you ask that. You might be more I, offensive I, I in your lead... interviews than needs are, like, <laughs> I would everyone in... comes after I me. Would say, I mean...
0: Forgive me for asking. I watched the past season. I guess Bethany didn't, so Bethany doesn't have this context. I would lead into the question like this. Rachel, forgive me for asking this, but I feel like I need to. I watched the past season. You did not seem to emotionally connect to what was actually happening. You've spent the past three months at a mental health institution. Can you share anything about your diagnosis? There was speculation. I always blame it on the audience. There was speculation by people online. That you had – that maybe you were on the spectrum, that you had an anxiety issue, that you had problems from your childhood, and then just see what she says. She either could deny or say, I'm not I'm not going to answer if I'm on the spectrum. I'm, it's none of anybody's business, my health diagnosis. Okay, thanks. Move on.
1: You wouldn't have and asked And I would that? have dived – I would have dived more into the big fish. I would have – well, the three Tell big me. fish. Producers, LVP, and Andy. Like I would have said – what do you mean you tried to reach out to LVP? What do you mean she didn't get back to you? When did you try? How often did you try? Uh, you tried 17 times? Was that in text? Like I got God is in the details. Like, so you went 17 times you you from your phone reached was it your manager, you reached out to Lisa Vanderpump to say help and she never I mean, I'm parap- just saying Sometimes we don't get the answers we want. It could have been the opposite. But it seemed like there was something there. And then it seemed like there was something with Andy with like the you know, the drugs. And he said this and you have a mental disorder or whatever. I'm paraphrasing. And he tried. so I, I would dig. I would dig. Well, like when Andy said that, how did that make you feel? Did Andy ever say that? I mean, this is what we do, guys. This is so everyone who thinks that you just sit down to say, hey, you hey, juicy Joe in the juicy. Bahamas. Let's just chat. You have no idea. It's, it's not on-air talent it's a producer it's it's a really
0: you did such a great always, job with. That. that's why i
1: always say please cancel me because i told you i'm gonna no. go run a pr department and i'm just gonna go produce other shows and i'm gonna hand them the questions and nobody will know me and i will delete my social and man i will have a great life but guess what
0: careful what you wish for uh for but now, that juicy now this one pays
1: the bills darling was
0: so good juicy was so annoying though He ta- he's all these years later no accountability
1: Anyhow. We're saving some new jersey from net for next okay. time because I gotta next okay. time address well, some stuff about what Teresa. else should we have? Do we have anything? Um, okay, so what you know about this whole friend thing? That's a whole nother thing. You know what we could hit? Tell me. I went to a city winery and I went to attend a live show <gasps> in person. I drove back with the one, the only Candice Candy Gal Dillard.
0: Candy gal. I- so wait, you saw her at City Winery in New York City?
1: I did. I left the gorgeous, relaxing Sag Harbor, which I hate leaving. I'd like to never leave here. Apparently that's not the case these days. And I went into New York. I had an interview the next day. So I'm like, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. And look who's bopping around town tonight. Candy Gal. And I'm going to take in Candy Gal's show and then talk about it here behind the velvet rope in the Sarah Fraser show. Now. Candy Gal. Yeah. I mean, listen, I've, I'm giving a lot of good reviews to the shows. Lots of good reviews to, you know, Homeless Not Toothless. I love Tom Sandoval and The Most Extras. This is, listen, this is not a housewife strutting on the stage. This is a full on, first of all, Candy gal has an entourage, okay? Well, of course. There is an entourage. Candy Gal has dancers, a band. We have a Chris Bassett hanging out. This is, we have like a videographer. So Candy Gal. It's always funny how like when they go from the first year, the second year, doesn't even third year, then when you're like fourth year plus in your housewife's career, I mean, the Beverly Hills start earlier, sure. Some of the New York influencers now, but like Candy Gal has really gone from like, you know, the check is... I'm losing money to like, we're breaking even with the clothes and hair to like, I'm making money to like, this this is an actual brand and her name is Candace Dillard Bassett. And I'm not, there's no shade here. It's all the actual so, opposite. It's know, like, we have a videographer. This is like a real Sutton, Strax, Cynthia Bailey, Neen. This is a real operation here with Miss Candace.
0: No, but I have heard from like people on Watch What Happens Live, people that say, I mean, people say she is a legit singer like this isn't a Kim Zolciak don't be tardy for the party which was a legendary moment Uh, uh, this is like a real so when she comes out on a city winery stage because they're they're not like enormous stages but they're they're a good size.
1: We have two venues. Now we have City Winery, The Loft. That is where David and Behind the Velvet Rope had live shows. Okay. I've invited you to a live show. We should do a live show together. You won't travel. We're gonna have to film that in LA. Okay. I don't we have Come a request to LA, for you in Chicago. By Come
0: the to way. LA. One of
1: our listeners wants you. Well, you gotta figure it out then because my promoter can't do it there. But oh,
0: I'll go to town All right, I'll go
1: there. Make it happen and we'll do a show in LA. We'll sell tickets for real. Um, no, this is a real true so she does the upstairs at the loft, the same place I play. And it's a smaller room, but it's like $160, $170 to, and 170 seats, I think, to sell out. She sold out. She sold that's out the good. first show so quickly, sweetie. She added a second late show. Two, like there was a 7.30 show and a 10 o'clock show for that's, Candy Gal. That's great now we also have the meet and greet she charges it up self candy gal is no she's she's one of these where like she comes at this is she's not just playing new york it's like a real tour she's going now she just added georgia i'm gonna go see her again because i think i'm in philadelphia and she's actually there as crazy as that is so she it's a real ticket it's a real show she's one of these who it's a real she's a real singer it's a real performance it's not like a gimmick so You know, I know Karen Huger tried her one-woman show or whatever, and I mean, we had reasonably shady the stand-up and all that. But like Candy Gal is—it's a real concert. Okay, when Candy Gal
0: comes out, does Candy Gal have an opener, or she just comes
1: out? In different city opener, but in different cities, like she's gonna have Shamari DeVoe from uh, RHOA with her. dad She like no, she has an opener. She, no, when she comes out, people go crazy. Wait, people go crazy. What
0: song? Um, you know, come back, come back. Does she dry close with that, that drive back? Of
1: course, that's that's it. But she has other hits now. I'm gonna, yeah, you're gonna get a ding from Miss Dillard bastard for Sorry, not knowing this song. Honey, drive <laughs> back is just a performance.
0: Trap she's Yeah, see she's, it's
1: a, it's real. No, it's she's a real performer, singer. Like this is now But how a brand. long was the
0: concert? How long was the whole show?
1: Um way longer. It went over. The second show had to get like delayed. Like she went she played for a long time. Wow.
0: How many outfit changes?
1: I mean, I didn't Count, uh, she's like the
0: tiniest little peanut too. She's like so merch, little and real. She's
1: we're selling merch. She's tons stunding. of tons of candice. Yeah, she's stunning. So Scorgeous. tons of candace shirts. You can buy the okay. album, bring it. So then you have Drop the meet it. and greet afterwards. Okay. So she did, you know, she knows who we are. And I as soon as oh, she I was like her. and I was like, and I was like, let me tell you something. I told that Sarah Fraser to get her ass on a plane and get to New York, but she's not here. So she's like, you tell Sarah Frazier. She better be. So she, but she says she's going to do an LA show. Who knows? Oh, we'll be here um, in LA for sure. You know she what? was the thing here
0: is? in LA at a nightclub. It was like a nightclub appearance. Remember, you yeah, and I were here, but it was that. like kind yeah. of an hour outside of the city. We were like, eh, we can't, we can't. Yeah.
1: No, we need like a real concert and ability to meet her and say hi. I said, listen, let me tell you something about Candace and Chris because, you know, she's had people. her, she's had her, Sheriff Knox. I find her out of all the housewives from Potomac that I have personally interacted with in that. Yes. I mean, I can't even believe I'm saying who the other one is because they're actually like arch enemies. But I find Candace and Monique to be two of the... Oh,
0: I love Monique too. Yeah. Like
1: realist. Like Candace, is you say what you want about her, as a person interacting, I think she's smart. I think she's hardworking. And I really... Thinks Chris Chris Bassett was there. I'm like, hey man, can I have a picture of you? Candy. Candy. I'm like Chris gets- Bassett. I'm as excited to see you as I am to see Candy Gal.
0: Candy gets the assignment big time. She yep. walked in to from the moment. What? And I love the story. You know, you know how she got cast on the show. It, she's the one that reached out. She never watched Housewives. She turns on Potomac one day however many years ago now. She watched the show and she immediately said, I'm going to be on that show. She And then through a friend, through a friend, that's how she got connected to the producers. They didn't know her from Adam. She,
1: she said, she I'm just, just like, trust knew. me, I'm, I'm good at this.
0: She It was like when I know uh, everybody listening has had those moments like where you just are like, oh, this is meant for me. And she just, she did. And sure enough, she finally got in touch with a the producer. They came out, they like soft filmed. They were like, yeah. And I just feel like she's a person I so far my interaction with her, and I think we're always we try to be fair, we try to be reasonable and come at everybody on a reality show is they're a human, they are getting an edit that so a lot of it we don't even know, right? I think we try to give people that grace. She's a person to me that does not get offended when people have criticism of her or hot takes about her. She keeps coming back, she responds. I, very professional, I think. She
1: made sense. I love I'm... my
0: Candigal. I, I think she is terrific and Um, it's a really good show for people. I I like all those women really. I mean, (laughs) I like Giselle. People clearly like Giselle jizzy jizz. I don't know how she's still there. Because to me, we don't learn a dingle dangle thing about her life. But she's obviously talented enough to stay. But you
1: know what, right? That's such a skill too. that's like a what a a great skill to be able to like, stir it up deflect throw the ball. (laughs) And yet be a favorite and OG um, um, first see that on, on the reunion a lot. And just look, I mean, Candace has said, you know, and not to me, I'm not revealing anything. I think she and Ashley Darby have both done, you know, interviews of where they're like, it's it's a hard season for each of us. So I think Ashley especially says she has, has a hard season coming up. So I'm just listen between Potomac and Salt Lake, for some reason, those are the two I'm really excited about. Atlanta, I feel like when I'm stepping back, because, like, you know, now that I've really had a chance to digest New York and OC, I really feel, although I have not loved the OC this season, I feel Atlanta is my dog right now. Like, I think I mean, Kenya Moore just did the series of interviews where she's like, I'm not saying we need to reboot it. Well, I'm like, girl, I, I'm sure you're not because you would lose your job. You know, but she's like, I think a refresh is needed. She said the obvious that she doesn't think Drew or Sanya should be there. She's also said, like, you know, be careful what you all wish for. I mean, the same people that are calling for all of us to be fired are the same that have called for Marlo to have a peach after 10 years. And look at that disaster. A lot of people think Marlo's peach is a disaster that she for two seasons now is bringing the kitchen sink. I mean, Marlo is, I love her. I've had her on this show, so I love her team. Shout out to Ty. She's doing a lot. She's doing a lot for a second season in a row. She's like holding on, but I mean, I see what I still think Kenya to me. Is the all-star yes. You can interview Courtney Rhodes who comes for Kenya and still love Kenya. That's the job. Um, Only in New Jersey do I get dragged right into the middle of the shit. Well, no more, girl. Um, We're going back to, like, actually having a business here. Um, But so Kenya is, I think she's bored. I think she's an all-star. I think Atlanta needs a major refresh. I think it was an awful season, an awful season.
0: Uh, No Mm. lies detected there for what, I I couldn't agree more. I've tried to, I, I try, I pick up and watch on and off this year. It just, it's it's so bad. and should
1: the producers be fired i mean that's what i mean it's no really, the
0: producers shouldn't be fired they're only working with what they've got i mean
1: you know i agree the trolls though the trolls oh the trolls this, they don't know the trolls anything are something this whole this whole on. movement this whole there's a movement if you go into the the deeps of the internet i don't think i'm going to step away from social media by the way because Do it doesn't it represent the real world but Nothing. there is this movement now and a lot of the sites of like the RA we demand these two women they're showing their pictures i forgot their names that these two showrunners or producers for RHOA be fired after this horrific season I don't know if we should go that far. No. It'd we need to – I mean, look,
0: we've we've lost amazing people on there. We need Cynthia. We need Portia. We need Miss Phaedra. Oh, I have a Phaedra story for you next. Okay. Okay. When we get back, I'll Again? tell you in the next. Uh, something yeah, different yeah, than yeah, you already yeah, told? Yes. Oh. Yes. And
1: then I got to talk about Teresa next time and all this other stuff going on. And we have oh to talk about Tom Girardi. Are you
0: – oh, Mr. Girardi in his slippers, honey. <sighs> but they ain't buying that. Good LA Times article I'll tell you about. Okay. At the Sarah Fraser show, brand new podcast episode, seven days a week. Also, Big Ed, famous Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance franchise and TikTok. You know, he went viral viral for that comment. Um, where she goes, his ex Rose goes, I like the view. And he goes, You do? And he goes, You're my favorite view. She goes, Eh. Very famous TikTok. I love sound. that. Anyway, I love on that the and Sarah for Fraser me- show this week.
1: And for me, at me. David Yontef, at Behind Velvet Rope, Behind the Velvet Rope. And this is what I have to say. You talk about your big end and everything. Yeah. I have to say, all shows are not created equal. We have moments in time. This year, we had a moment with people like Brandy Glanville and this and that. Then I had this this, this moment. We had Juicy, and then we had Dubois, and then we had Bo, and the other shows are great. But those were three, really, you got to get into the numbers and... Sh- i you know we're in q4 we're heading into q4 here Look this at you, is now he's business. talking business well i mean this is you know i this drop is, in the this q4 my, i am like david these people don't care i could produce Bo on a monday and on a tuesday they're like girl this episode where are the big ones and you're like it's only been three hours give me a minute i got the next allison and Bo, and i've got three a trio lined up it's coming. Currents. A trio. Stuff. Oh, okay. You never know how mm. it's gonna hit, but I got some things that I'm like, I'm on the move. I'm heading south. I'm Morgan heading west. Wade.
0: Morgan Wade.
1: John <laughs> Morgan, is, Mor- Morgan Wade. Mor- John
0: Fuda's ex, and um, who else is hot? Hot. Oh god. And and hopefully a mistress of um of Juan Dixon's.
1: Okay. Okay, well, those would way My to clothes? like rain on wait to oh. rain rain <laughs> on the parade because then when I have like you know Morgan Wade's like hairstylist from ten years ago, Sarah, <laughs> people are gonna say, "Where's Morgan?" Yes, our. Sh- I've Okay, no, there's no Morgan I love, Wade. But I
0: love Morgan and that what? redneck accent. Honey, you wouldn't be able to guess understand. What? what?
1: We have tried, darling. We have tried. I know you have. Promote You're your going. tour, promote your album, promote your music, promote your video.
0: Promote your one lesbian, question. lesbian I just have
1: one question, but Miss Wade has not really responded, but we have some things coming Ooh. up, so. That's all I'm going to say. And then, you know, Beverly Hills. So, all right, we'll go. We're going to have a new show and just love you much.
0: Love you much. Bye. Bye.